Welcome to the Stalian English Show. I am Coach English, head varsity basketball coach, and joining me each week will be Coach Staley, also a head boys varsity coach. Uh, we'll be coming to you every week talking about just regular everyday topics, uh, socially, uh, sports, high school, uh, recruiting, um, just basically anything uh, that pops to our minds at the particular time. Uh, so right now, I'm bringing in my man, Josh Staley, been a friend of mine for a very long time. How's it going, Josh? All is well, brother. It's football season. Um, it's looking good. Um, hopefully, my Redskins can win a few more games this year. I'm expecting oh, my Florida here we State. Go with the Redskins. Yeah, it's a true story. True story. Here I'm we go. I'm expecting my Florida State Seminoles to um, really to lose play tonight. No, I, 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 I'm hoping we can pull it out. You know, beating Alabama and Nick Saban is, is a very tall task. But Jimbo Fisher um, is no rookie in the game. He's won some big games, won a national championship, been averaging um, about 10 wins a year. Um, what about a, um, according to ESPN, about an 821 winning percentage. So I think we have a great chance tonight, and I really believe in um, Francois. I think he's going to um, do great tonight. Um, but like um, Coach English said, man, we're going to we're going to be um, talking about a series of things, um, several things. And our first topic that we're going to get into this week is um, we're doing a three-part series on the state of high school sports. We're going to cover multiple topics. Our first part is going to be on academics. The multi-sport athlete in the AAU slash travel team versus high school sports. Then our second topic, um, our second episode will be on proper etiquette, playing time, and transfers. Then our third, we will conclude this series and talk about program building and social media. So let's go ahead and kick this thing off. Um, we're going to start our state of high school sports three-part series today with part one. And we're going to be talking about academics, the multi-sport athlete, and AAU slash travel team versus the high school sport arena. Um, well, Josh, when you're talking about academics, man, it's amazing to me how many parents uh, and even the players have no clue uh, what it takes for them to be academically eligible. Like, they think all they do to go to college is... I got to go ahead, run this football, hit this baseball, shoot this basketball, put the orange ball in the orange hole, and uh, I'll get to the next level. And it's so it's crazy that it's so much more than that. You have to actually go to class, actually do work. Uh, there is a test that you need to take because uh, uh, you are, of course, a student athlete. And I think that that gets lost a lot of times. Yeah, it, it does. And, um, you know, Today's student is open up to the entire world. When I went to high school, there was no social media. Um, there weren't a whole lot of um, ways for us to be connected with the rest of the world. Heck, we barely had the internet when I was in <laughs> high school. You know, um, I didn't get an email until I got to college. But with that being said, you are 100% correct. Um, with plain and cut, a few things that you need to know right off the bat on how to be eligible for um college sports to compete at the collegiate level um, according to the NCAA.com um, the NCAA eligibility center um, to be a division one athlete you have to um, have uh, um, 16 core core classes under your belt okay that's four years of English three years of math two years of um, 
natural slash physical science, one year of an additional English or math or natural slash physical science, two years of social science, and four years of additional courses um, of any of the above that I just mentioned, which gets into the sliding scale. Tell me about that, Coach. Well, before we get to that, let's, let's talk about that worksheet that you just talked about. Um, I think a lot of students and parents don't understand that it says 16 courses, but it doesn't have to be the first 16 that you pick. You know, you can kind of replace a class. If you got a D your freshman year and you got an A in one of those core classes your senior year, you can go ahead and you can replace that D with that A and that'll automatically boost your GPA. Um, I think that uh, when you, when, when, when kids are uh, educated on that, they, try, they tend to try a little bit harder later on and I think that that's why they made it that way so that they only taking 16 classes out of the 24 possible credits the kids have to, they need to graduate and they probably might have 18 19 uh, core classes so you have time to get that fixed but when you're talking about the sliding scale your GPA determines what score you need on you need to hit to be eligible. And that's right now for the Division One level. And that's for Division level, Division One level. Now okay. Division Two has a hard cap. It's like, uh, what was what's Division Two? Um, right now, Division Two is looking at uh, eight twenty on the um, SAT and uh, 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 some score of sixty eight on the ACT. But that's that's ultimately going to change in two thousand eighteen. Where they're at, going to the sliding scale yeah, as well. Division Two be going to the sliding scale as well. But um. Looking at Division One, you're right, there's a sliding scale, but to piggyback on what you said about those core classes, in an ideal world, how do I qualify? Well, do very well in your classes the first time you take them. Because when you come in high school, you're going to take an English each year in high school, one your freshman year, one your sophomore year, and so on and so on. Every now and then you have that advanced kid that takes a high school credit while they're in middle school. But that's that's not as... Um, Often. As, as often it doesn't it does it's, it's a little rare um but that's fine you know that's not to take away from the kid that does or the kid that doesn't but pass your Englishes and your maths and your sciences and your social sciences and your social studies the first time if you pass these classes with with a with a credible grade the first time when I say credible grade personally I would prefer you make a be a higher if you play for me exactly. because now if I'm going to play on a division one level the sliding scale isn't going to kill me and then ultimately if I'm going to play at a division two level I have over a 2.0 which is the um, minimum requirement right now to play at the division two level so parents what I would be on my kids about and student athletes you have to um, hold yourself accountable Pass these classes the first time with a credible grade. All right? Pass them. You, in my mind, I don't want anything less than a 3.0 coming out of high school if I can. Um, in the state of South Carolina, the rule just changed. A 90 is an A now, and an 80 is a B. So it's, it's really not an How excuse. easy has it just gotten? I think it's extremely easy. Um, but you have to want to sit your butt down, take the time, and study, and do what you're supposed to do. I'm going to tell you something uh, uh, real quick to talk about that for a second. Uh, Will Smith had this, uh, this thing on, this inspirational video he did. And he said that his father one summer broke down a wall. And told him and his him at twelve and his nine year old brother they had to rebuild this big wall. So Will looks at it and says, "Well, how are we going to rebuild this big wall?" So they sit and they look and they look and they look and they think. And Dad said, "Y'all making it harder than it is." And so Will said, "So we we stopped thinking about the wall and just said, I'm going to lay this first brick." 
in this one brick. I'm going to lay it as perfectly and as best as I can. And then after I finish laying this brick perfectly, I'm going to go on to the next brick. And I think when kids think about grades, they looking at the wall that they have to build. That's, that's somewhere around June 7th when, when that final report card comes out. And then I'm thinking about laying that brick perfectly and, and doing each assignment. Um, coming to study hall, taking advantage of that stuff, going to see your teachers. I think all of those things are what make a student. Yeah, you have to take one brick at a time. But it, and like you said, it starts with just simply warming up a seat in the classroom, getting that seat time, applying yourself, and doing what you're supposed to do. From being a high school teacher myself, I've learned if you go to class and do what you're supposed to do, that's over half the battle. That's about <laughs> 70 to 80% of the battle right there. By doing your work in class, paying attention, which is ultimately <laughs> going to help you do well on assessments, okay? Mm -hmm. Teachers don't even, I mean, from my experience, just from, from still teaching, teachers don't even bombard students with homework anymore like they used to. Because um, it's just homework is almost an element that doesn't exist because kids just don't do it. They, Exactly. I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know there's a lot of studious kids out there at the high school level that do their work and they do a great job. I coach them. I teach them. I interact with them on a daily basis. But in the same breath, students, students, if you go to class, warm that seat up and do what you're supposed to do. You worst case scenario, you might walk out with a yeah. C. Yeah. Yeah. Heck, if the teacher likes you enough, you might get a B minus. <laughs> you know, but you're, you're going to you're going to you're going to pass. But where there's a stigma where kids feel they might not have to do what they have to do, which might put them in trouble with the um, NCAA clearinghouse. If you're trying to be an NCAA athlete, if you're trying to be a collegiate athlete, not just NCAA, you have you have um, NAIA. NAIA, you have you have junior college. So it's, it's it's multiple levels you can you can play, but you have to. Do what you're supposed to do in the classroom. You notice we haven't talked about bouncing, throwing, hitting, or catching a ball yet, because none of that matters if you don't get it done in the classroom. Well, I have, a, I, I got a, you know, there's a situation that I know of where, you know, the kid, uh, he's going to end up graduating over the summer, and as the coach went to talk to a JUCO, because the, the understanding is he's going to have to go to junior college. Mm -hmm. Kid can ball, he can flat out ball, and. First question the coach, when the coach told uh, the, ju the junior college coach, well, you know, he's going to graduate, he's probably going to graduate over the summer, he says, well, what's that about? He, he couldn't get his work in the four, in the four years. Right. You know, and, and it's never too late, but at the end of the day, why, why, are, why are you here? You know what I'm saying? Why do you come to school every day? What, it's not to bounce the ball. For some of them, it is. Doing, and, doing your work is just a choice. You know, you choose to go out there and work hard in your sport and your passion. You choose to be great. You gotta, you gotta eat your vegetables. Your schoolwork is your vegetables. That's your water. That's how you survive. But if you don't do what you're supposed to do in the classroom, ultimately you might have a high school career, but it's going to be cut short because you didn't do what you're supposed to do academically. All right. Um, we're gonna kind of close off on that. Um, it's concerning academics. If you want to continue to um. Learn more about that. You can email us anytime. We'll give you an email at the end um, of the show. And you can go to um, Google and just simply type in NCAA Clearinghouse and you'll get all the information that you need from there. Our next topic is a um, very touchy and sensitive and sometimes aggressive topic in the high school arena, which is the multi-sport athlete. It's, huh. a, it's an element that is slowly disappearing. 
let me go ahead and put out a disclaimer and tell you how I feel about the multi-sport athlete. I think it's nothing wrong with it. The reality of it is that it's going away, but I think in a sense it's needed, especially at a young age. My sons play as many sports as they can play. They play football, they play soccer, they play basketball. Heck, um, if they want to play baseball, they can play that. They're young. You need to work, and all of the research falls back to the better athletes played a lot of sports growing up because you work on different skill sets. I mean, let's talk about let's talk about you know <laughs> a first round draft pick, Mike Williams. Right. Was right. A, was a basketball player stud did not want to touch a football field because he was being told that he should just focus on basketball. And shoot, he went out there, caught a couple of passes, and the rest is history. I think that I think that people are trying to make kids specialize in the sport. And I think that you can't do that, especially at young ages, especially up and through high, up through high school. I think that you have to give the kids options. I have to have an option to see if I can do something. I might can't run that football as well as somebody else, but I can hit this baseball a mile. You know, I, I I might can't hit a baseball, but shoot, I can shoot the devil out the ball. Like, you need to give yourself options. Shoot, I might not be good on the football field. I'm fast, but I'm just not good on the football field. I might need to be out there running track. Right, right. And, and I think the older you get, the pressure to get a scholarship in the sport you desire to play at the collegiate level becomes overbearing. And that's how we get into the specialization. Um, and, and it's just not a pressure on the players, a pressure on the parents. Heck, it's a pressure on the coaches of those kids who want to um, get a scholarship to play for those coaches. But with that being said, it's still possible. If I am a high-profile football player, but I love basketball, basketball my passion, you could still do both. Because with me as a basketball coach, we I believe in lifting year-round. You never leave the weight room. Yeah. So as a, as a basketball, the myth of, oh, the weight room messed my shot up is dead. <laughs> so so you come, you play football, then you come on the basketball court, you're still going to get your lift. And if you're serious about your craft, you can still work on your football skill set. Because every sport needs a downtime. Uh -huh. It needs a downtime. If I'm a basketball player and I want to play baseball, you can still play basketball. You can go out there and play baseball. You can still find time to get in the gym and get your shots up. They don't take away from each other. Here's the only advice that I would give. If I said like if I'm a I'm a basketball player, but I want to play football, and I still want to go to the collegiate level and play basketball, um, your off season needs to be dedicated to the sport that you want to play in college. So you can't say. I want to be a, a college basketball player, but you're not. It's possible, but you still need to be on some type of productive AAU or travel team. Okay, you have you have to you sure. have to dedicate yeah. your off season to the sport you want to play in college. Yeah. Well, on the flip, on, to, to piggyback on what you're saying, as as a coach, I want my kids playing year round something. Right. Because if 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 you're playing football, I know you're not out in the street. Or, or, or doing no foolishness or at least during that time I can get you if you're not there you're at my workouts so I got you covered there but after the season is up you know that's when you lose a good bit of your kids if, if you're a coach that does not work out year round like yourself and I you know you might lose a kid or two because now their grades are going down because they're not doing something where they have to be here after school where they have to where they have to have their time taken up and I think well that's what you said is saving a lot of it like that's why not playing multiple sports sports isn't as detrimental as it could have been in the past because so many sports so many coaches do run their program year round 
you know, they work out. Like, you, you know, we're working out this fall. You know, college coach. It's, it's so many pressures because, like, we work out this fall and college coaches, this is their viewing period. They can come in and, and watch the kids work out. Yeah. So if I want to play college basketball, I'm like, heck, I'm on the football field. The coach might not see me. So it's so many avenues in it. There's really no wrong choice at this point when it comes to setting yourself up for your future. But I do believe this. Um, as competitive as I am, as bad as I want my basketball teams to be successful, you do need to teach kids don't put all of your eggs in one basket. I do believe um, you should you should um, give yourself an opportunity to see how you do in other sports. And like if I'm a football player and I run track, track might just be to supplement football and vice versa. So you need to put yourself in position where your game constantly grows. Coaches like you, coaches like me do work out year round. So it won't hurt a kid if they don't play multiple sports. It won't hurt them personally, but everyone doesn't do that. Not us. Everyone doesn't do See, that. But then you take a kid, okay, let's, let's talk some more. I mean, you take a kid like uh, Chris Turner, cornerback out of Liberty. If you'd have told, told me in the ninth grade, when he was in the ninth grade, that he was going to be an NFL prospect, I'd have told you he was crazy. The boy's a stud in basketball. Mm -hmm. It just turns out. He ended up with another option, which ended up being a bigger option, and now he's well on his way. You know, and there's a, a billion stories like that. Uh, 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 Ryan Davis, another one, was a basketball stud. It just happened he was a little bit better than football. Loved basketball. He didn't love basketball no less. State champion. State champion. State yeah. champion. Shoot, both of them guys are state champions. Right, right. <laughs> and Mike Williams. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Shoot, Deriontae Jenkins. You know, he's at VCU. Playing basketball. Playing basketball. You know, he was a, he was a stud quarterback. He was a stud quarterback. On the football field, and now he's playing basketball. Like I said, but at the end of the day, it's choice and commitment. But if the names you called, all of those guys are hard workers. I haven't met a person that individually works harder than Ryan, Ryan Davis. Yeah. He's a maniac in the weight room. He's an unbelievable person. And all of these things equal to being successful. Ryan Davis, if he if he wanted to, which he didn't, if he wanted to, he could have been one of the best point guards in the country, yeah. just simply from his athleticism. But he's coached football is his passion. Uh -huh. Um, you take you take what what whatever whatever you choose, you have to work at it. You have to be passionate about it. No one is going to give it to you. So I'm not going to like. Only thing I don't like that coaches say that I don't agree with is when they tell a kid, "Well, your chances of." Getting a scholarship here is higher than there. That's yeah. not false. Me and my wife talk. I mean, that is false. Pardon me. Yeah. That yeah. is false. Me and my wife talk about it all the time. People that are good get scholarships. Period. You can't say, well, you're only 5'9", so you got to play football because your chances of getting a scholarship are better. No, heck, you could be 5'9", <laughs> and sorry in football. You could be you could be 6'8", and terrible in basketball, yeah. and you still won't get a scholarship. Yeah. You have to be able to play. Well, how do I be able to play, Coach? You work you on your work craft. You work on your craft. You work on it. You get better, but... Ta every, go ahead. The, 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 what, what, what I think people don't... What I think kids don't understand is... There's a saying, uh, 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 talent, people have talent, but skill only comes from work, from beating on your craft. You have to work at it, work at it, work at it. And no matter how many sports you play, uh, uh, I would prefer that my kids play multiple sports. Um, the ones that don't, I'm, I'm fine with because I happen well, to have a lot of them. Everybody's not going to play multiple everybody's sports. Not, everybody's right? not, yeah, just, it's, it's, it's just not. It's, it's, and it's unfair to make someone feel bad if they don't play multiple sports. Like I said, some programs, I know some great high school coaches that work out year-round. 
So, like, you might play football. I don't want to play basketball and baseball. That's fine. But if you're lifting and you're working on your craft year-round, you're, you're, you're quite not stationary. Yeah. Like I said, it's a little different. I don't want to play football. I'm a great basketball player. So you're working on your craft year-round so you aren't stationary. It's a little different than it was 25, 30 years ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. guys are working out year-round. You're playing on these travel teams. You're, you're tra Some of these kids are traveling overseas playing ball. So it's different. But – I think we can come to a conclusion and a consensus that playing multiple sports is still a good thing. It, 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 I don't know. I don't know how it ends up being a bad thing. Well, it's 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 well, people thing, panic when it comes to getting scholarships. One thing I can see, only time I, I say it's bad, like well, not bad, but you know, you have you have some coaches that are in situations where shoot, the 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 the, the coach of another sport is telling the kid. You don't need to go out there and play that. Or, or, yeah, it's, or you it's, don't want to get hurt doing that. Then yeah, the risk, the, the, the risk of injury is always you can hurt yourself available. getting out of bed. You can hurt yourself <laughs> walking on the curb. It's but but you can't live your life in fear of injury. Like you might you might try football and be like, you know what, this is this isn't for me. That's wrong. That's it's nothing wrong with that. You might try basketball, but like this isn't for me. It's nothing wrong with that. But I don't believe as a couple. I don't believe in telling the kid not to play a sport. But I also just as strongly don't believe in telling the kid. Well, heck, you ain't gonna get no scholarship out there. You might as well. Uh-uh. You get scholarships when you're good. It's as simple as that. Um, and it, it, and it's point blank. Um, but I mean, it, it. At the end of the day, I think that. Whether you do or you don't, it's the choice. It's a choice. The choice that you make, and, and with, just like anything. Uh, Which uh, makes uh, America great. Any choices that it, you basically use. Yeah, you have a choice. In America. Yeah, you have we're we're going to move on to our third topic now, uh, which is a highly sensitive topic. Um, and, and a disclaimer from the two of us, uh, these are just our uh, opinions and thoughts, and, and we do not reflect the thoughts or opinions of anybody else. Um, but it's a highly touchy subject. Uh, it's... <laughs> people argue day and night about it. It's, it's, it happens behind closed doors. It happens out in front. But it's high school versus uh, grassroots basketball. That's uh, travel, AAU, Adidas, whatever you want to call, whatever it is, whatever travel team that you want that you want to call travel basketball or travel sports versus high school sports. Um, this topic can be ended very quickly. <laughs> and I can say it like this. Both elements are needed. Both elements should work together for the betterment and what's best for the child and student athlete. That's it. Both elements are very important. Now, of course, it becomes more complex than that. Why does it become more complex? Because people control the elements and people make it more complex than what it needs to be because they need complexity though we are not going to point fingers i don't think i i i love and appreciate the aau slash grassroots size because it's important because in no other arena are you going to be able to be evaluated and observed by large amounts of coaches in a live period see but then but then you get to it from i know from my aspect um with my team I'm very, very, I, I try to be careful and strategic about where my kids play because my thing is if if you're on, you, you got you, you to educate your parents on shifting through the BS of some of the people that you're dealing with. I mean, and that's, but that's anything. That's on the flip side. Shoot, some of the high school coaches are, are, full, are full of it themselves. 
um, and don't want to put in work and this, that, and the third. And then you got this AAU coach over here that's busting his butt. And I think I'm in it, uh, uh, you as well as I are in unique positions in that we both coached both um, AAU and, and high school. And, and, and you get a chance to be on both sides of it. But the key in what you said just now is the high school coach and the AAU coach have to work together. Because if we are not working together, it can't be me and you are working together. And then when I turn around, what causes the friction? I turn around and you trying to get my kid to transfer someplace else. Well, it's, it's, it's a lot of things that cause the friction. Like I said, people, we make it harder than what it's supposed to be. Um, it's a few things, and it's a checklist. I want credit. I want to be the reason why this kid made it, and I want credit for it. Um, but why? There's another kid coming that's, behind that's, him. But that, that, that has nothing to do with the price of eggs. If, <laughs> I, if I want credit for this kid, I'm going to make it seem like I'm doing everything to say to be the reason why this kid was successful. Well, I'm not in an ego contest. I'm not in a contest to see who's the most important. Um, at the end of the day, I only want my kids to be successful. Don't even mention me. Don't even thank exactly. me. You don't have to say that. If you exactly. made it, that's thank you enough because that means you trusted the process and you did what you were supposed to do. Yeah. That's enough gratitude towards me. That's all I need. Like I don't, have everyone, to, I don't have to be in pictures with my kids. Well, well, everyone, you know everyone, everyone wants a break though. And and if you're in it for a break, if you're in it, if you're and I think where the struggle comes, you can't have a negative mindset towards either. Like when my kids, I've worked with some tremendous travel team guys. And for the 20 during almost years I've been coaching, I've only literally only had one negative situation since I've been coaching. I can, I can one. Been the I've, same I've only had one because I reach out to these coaches and if they're good enough to play within their program, Josh, come on, send them. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. They work with me. They let me know who's recruiting them. And, and I don't fight it. Well, we got a tournament, so they're going to miss workouts on Thursday. That's, That's fine. Great. We yeah. communicate. Go play. And, 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 and the bulk of the time, they're playing in live events. The programs I work with, the kids don't really waste time playing in a bunch of mom and pop raise money tournaments. For, yeah. um, raise money tournaments. They play in showcases. The coaches are there. It's live period, and it's beautiful. But I've only had one negative situation where the person was reluctant to getting to know me. Well, ultimately... Ultimately, that was just simply because that person wanted credit for what was going on with the kid. Again, guess what? I still don't have no problem with that. Is the kid going to make it? Yes. But the problem comes when the elements, and I'm not talking about just travel team because as high school coaches, things we got to get better at. I just finished coaching on the travel team circuit this past um, spring and summer. So I, I've done both. I've done both and I continue to do both. We have to make sure all intentions are only focused on what's best for the kid. See, but hit, 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 when you're talking about what's best for the kid, I'm, I'm currently looking at uh, 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 no cap, NorCalPreps.Forums.Rivals.com, where I guess they have a debate on high school versus uh, AAU. And uh, one woman says, high school basketball is where a place is a place where some school, gee, she ain't got no grandma. But <laughs> high school basketball is a place where some school don't, some schools don't have great coaching. Well, but AAU has uh, a lot of coaches coach two sports for the money. Some players are held hostage by a coach that they don't want to play for. Players are penalized if they want to transfer for no reason. Most high school coaches don't have skill set for coaching high level players. I don't know about but you. That, that, I don't know about you. But I mean, to me, I. Okay, 
if, if you're talking about our coaching circle, let's talk about our coaching circle for a minute. How many in our circle fit that bill? None. 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 And I don't know many that do. Well, that gets to the point where it's up to you what you feed. I, w- I, w- I don't even give forms. <laughs> I, like if you're, if, well, you're, hey, you know. if you're talking on a forum, I don't even really give that much energy <laughs> because you can say anything and hide behind a username. That we, I, and, and I, I don't really put much energy into that. But in the same breath, I respect. Her experience might have been that. Well, that well, might have well, been her experience. Well, yeah. So I respect everyone's experience. But in the same breath, I, I expect you to judge my experience with your child simply off of what happens between me and your child not interactions from the outside now don't be foolish learn if you see warning signs come talk to me but in the same breath both sides are needed if parents if anybody tells you if a high school coach tells you man he don't need to play AAU he don't need that they're wrong Mm -hmm. I will I won't play the political and political and game and go yeah. back and forth. That's wrong. AAU is important. And, and, and if you're trying to play college college basketball, it's needed. Because because yeah, you're evaluated and you get to play against high-level competition, especially if you're on one of the major circuits. I won't I won't call any names, but yeah, if you're yeah, if you're yeah. on a major circuit. Now, because it's it's several good circuits out there, not just um shoe deal circuits. Yeah. It's it's multiple good circuits. Now if an AAU coach tells, if an AAU coach tells you that your child's high school program isn't isn't important and they don't need that, they're wrong. Yeah, both of them is needed. Here's my experience. Let's just start. I will give. I will be very unfair and give AAU to start. Let's say they start playing AAU in the spring, and then they go to the live period in July. They do well. Well, guess what? Those coaches contact me. What is your workout period for the fall? They come see them work out in the fall. Then they come watch them play their games in the winter. And the circle is complete. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because now they evaluated from a, 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 a circuit perspective and they evaluated from uh, um, a high school perspective within a team. Because any college coach, parents, any college coach that does not talk to the high school coach and is concerned about how your child interacts and works within an academic arena you have to question that you don't want i'm not i'm gonna go as far as you don't need to question it your child doesn't need to be playing for them because that obviously your child is just a basketball tool for that coach yeah you don't want your child going to that because ultimately it's way more than just bouncing the ball the percentage of guys that make it to play professionally is very small so majority of college athletes are going to find their professional um, life somewhere outside of basketball. See, the objective, the objective for all of us, well, not, not the objective, but the priority for all of us is to see this young man be as successful as he can possibly be. And if we are working together, that is the only way that it's going to happen because I went to a coaching clinic and at the clinic they had a, 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 a college coach, won't say from what school, uh, and, and there was a bunch of high school coaches in there, and uh, it was in Charlotte. It was in Charlotte, and uh, he said, "I'm gonna tell you something. If you don't like AAU coaches, start to like them. Have your kids play AAU." He said, "Cause I'm gonna tell you what. I don't have time to come to your school to see one player, then go to another school cross country to see one player." He said, "I can go down 
to this tournament and see 10,000 10, kids. Right. I can see a bunch of kids right. at one time. And of course, he says, and then what do they give me? They give me a book that has the information on the kid with the school. So now and, I turn around and I end up contacting you. And 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 it's and it's bigger than just me. Um, like even with my one negative situation I ever had with a travel team coach, I went out to way to make it positive. So now I have once again I'm right back to where I started. I have no negative situations. Mm-hmm. I went out the way. I swallowed my pride and I made sure I had a workable professional relationship with this person because at the end of the day, it was only about that kid. Um, what I do in this profession only affects other people so i can't go about thinking about myself um and 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 i want the kid to do well so i once again i have no ne- and, and i actually me and that person i don't know how you feel about me at this point but yeah i feel i gained way more respect for him and hopefully the, the feeling is mutual because we were able to talk to each other and work things out and do what's best for the kid um, even if like all of the negative things to come with playing travel ball, or if somebody try to talk your kid into transferring, or somebody try to talk your kid into going against what 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 you're building, my nine months versus your five, two months, not even two, five, two, two months with your that's kid, right, April and July, that's right. Your two months with your kid, I believe, should outweigh. Okay, mm-hmm. now I can't get into the other crazy battles where things are illegal. I can't get into that. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lose my job and I'm not going to have my wife and sons questioning my integrity. <laughs> yeah. But I believe, and I don't ever say, well, what are they teaching you in AAU? That's bull crap. Yeah. Because I need you to do well in front of the coaches. So I'm going to work you. I'm going to drill you. I'm going to skill you because I fiend for you to play well on the circuit. I'm going to do my part. You play well on the circuit. Ultimately, that's positive energy. You come back and play well at the high school. So mm-hmm. hopefully my relationship with you weighs heavier than anybody that's coming. And 90% of the time, those players come back and tell me, hey, coach, this guy trying to get me to transfer because our relationship is real. Relationship it's genuine. Is okay? And we talk like, coach, I'm not going nowhere. Does that happen all the time? No. I've lost one, two, maybe three because loyalty wasn't as big to that kid and, and maybe somebody promised him something that I'm not willing to promise and they leave. But guess what? Still another kid. Still wish those kids the best. And we move on because relationships are what matter. Period. Yeah, and because and, and, at the end of the day, the ball is going to stop bouncing. The whistles is going to stop blowing for you. And ultimately, ultimately, you have to, you have to figure out a way. You have to figure out a way to always put the other person first. And how and, and that's hard, especially when people are doing you dirty. When See, people are stabbing you in the back, it's hard. But life 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 is that's life though. No matter what profession you choose, no matter what you decide to do, no matter what you decide to do, you know, you're gonna have people stabbing you in the back, double talking you back, stabbing whatever it is. And 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 I know I double talk myself just now, but I mean at the end of the day, I think that we all are in this. We all should be and could be if we work together in it uh, for the kid. But uh, if you want to continue the conversation, you can email us at uh, the Staley and that's A N D English show at gmail.com. That's the English, the Staley and English show at gmail.com. Uh, give us a holler. Uh, uh, tell us what you like, what you dislike. Uh, continue the conversation. Um, Shout outs, whatever else. Uh, This is uh, Coach English. 
And this is Coach Staley. Our next topic um, will be going up the state of high school sports part two. Um, transfers, um, proper etiquette for players and parents, and playing time. Until then, you have a blessed week. And we hope to hear, um, hopefully you guys will be hearing from us soon.